Hi, Thomas. Hi, Stephanie. How's it going? It's going fine. Mm. Yeah. It's been a slow morning. Just the weekend. And I'm just kind of fine. Mm. Just kind of fine. I'm sure I'll hit tired at some point during this. Oh, so don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. Sure. It'll be there. Because it's always there lurking. <laughs> but right now, just feel fine. Feel fine. Mm. You know, when you first said fine, it kind of had a tinge of like, mm. I don't know. Kind of call that angst or mm. meh or blah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I taste that. Mm. It's in there. Mm. I think it's partly because it's been really hot where I am. Mm. To the point where you really should not spend a lot of time outside. Yeah. Um especially if you're tired already. And so it's been a lot of, it's like a snow day, but a sun day. Wait, heat day? <laughs> yeah, maybe heat day. So the, so like a good weather day where you get to go hang outside and whatnot. There haven't been as many of those to go enjoy. Mm. But it's nice and bright outside. It looks like yeah. a nice day outside. You just, as soon as you step out, get this. Too much. Yeah, dive into the swimming pool of um, heat and humidity and just it's a lot. So Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I've um, had a few meetings over the last week. And at... Oh, no, I have to say like 95% of my meetings, everyone on the meeting is saying, it's hot, it's hot. And they all say, yeah, it's like 95 degrees. It's just really awful. And then I say, yeah, we've had pretty much a week straight of 105 over here. So, I feel ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I get it. Hot. It's funny how the sun... It, like, gives you energy. But there's that certain point where it starts taking it back or something mm. you know uh, once you've been out on a sunny day for over a few hours oh you just then you're tired and then you pass out i will say though it's very good when you have kids and they get tired <laughs> <laughs> Because they sleep a long time at night. <laughs> mm. 
This is, and I've taken your check. You have, you have. I, I mm-hmm. it's very funny, uh, because that's what you do all the time. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of how friends, and I have to rely on friends for this, describe drinking, mm-hmm. where to have a good time at the party, you want to drink enough. But if yep. you drink too much, it go it goes down. So it's very there's and a fast. window, <laughs> very fast. There, there is a threshold. Yes. So there's a there's a window there, mm-hmm. and that that feels like the sun window of like right now. It's too Perfect. much sun, and yeah. you're drinking you're drinking a lot, uh, too just much. right at the beginning of the party. And it's like no no no, this is this is not going to be a good party. <laughs> That's funny. It's really funny, and. You know, I feel like not many people understand or have even um, figured out how to master that balance. I'm talking more about the alcohol here, Mm -hmm. not the sun, but yeah. You know, I think we could expand it out to maybe dancing as well. If you go out Ooh. dancing, if you dance too, there's a there's an optimum. <laughs> like you have to pace yourself. Yes, there's a certain amount of energy that's needed to sustain. If you want to go all night, and don't we yeah, all? I, that is true. I I am not a big dancer, but. When you decide that's your song, you get out and you dance, and then you're like not even two minutes in, and you're going, oh my gosh, this is a long song. It's a sprint. (laughs) It's always a sprint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that, um, it's called a ridgeline. That ridgeline is very interesting state to be in because hmm. it takes a because you got to climb up to get to the ridge line but then you can easily fall off the other side <laughs> so staying <laughs> on it staying on it takes takes a different kind of work Still. uh but stephanie enough about me mm. and my son problems how are you hmm i'm all right I am going on vacation this week. Fun. And today is like my last full day to get all the stuff done that needs to get done before leaving and feeling like I can you know, feel good about where I've left things, not physical things, but like work and setting the kids up for success this week and all of that packing. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like thinking about 
okay, travel can in some situations give more like anxiety than just mere pleasure, right? <laughs> um, and I am not, I would not categorize myself as a nervous traveler in general. But the thing is, I am getting on a plane for the first time in almost three years. And um, so that is just a little like, okay, not used to this. And not that I flew a lot before then, but it was at least once, twice a year. And uh, so I'm just thinking, okay, getting back into traveling, going on the first airplane in years, uh, traveling internationally, ads to stuff. Oh, there's still this global pandemic going on. <laughs> so, I mean, that just adds to everything. And, you know, when you have people saying, oh, gosh, I mean... I've just been hearing that all the flights are getting canceled and delayed and blah, blah, blah. Whatever else can go wrong. You know, it's kind of like, uh, what do you do? And I've been trying really hard to just let it go and say, you know what? Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Oh, we're either going to make it or we're not. I don't know. But, you know, we, we're going to try. <laughs> Will someone give me an A for effort here? <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Yeah. So that's uh, my day. I also, because we're not taking the kids with us on this vacation, which is 100% the right decision. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of this thing, but there's something called mom guilt. Mm. And I don't know if I necessarily feel guilty for leaving them. Like, I know they're in good hands they have their programs they go to for most of the day like that's all good but I guess I was just feeling like oh should spend some good time with um I was thinking more about my son than my daughter because he's older anyway um so I told him we could go see a movie today I thought that'd be a fun thing before we just leave them for a week. Uh, but I, I here's the thing. I just don't know when to... Oh, that's not true. There were a couple weekends ago where I did say no to something 
because it was just going to be way too crazy. And that was very good. But today, day before vacation, oh yes, let's throw in a movie for two, two and a half hours out of my day. <laughs> Not do anything else. Uh, so I'm hoping that was the right decision. We'll see. Do you feel less guilty? Um, uh, it's hard to say. I think I might not know until after. It's more about how I feel tonight versus how I'm feeling right now. Because depending on how much stuff I can actually accomplish today, then I'll be fine. The good thing that I did was that I set up with all of the people I work with that Friday was my last day. Mm -hmm. And so in their minds... I'm already gone mm. on vacation, not touching anything. And so I knew, though, that I'd have the weekend where I don't normally work on weekends, but I thought I could pop in. And then I have tomorrow morning to, like, really be settled. So that feels good. Anywho. What was the question? <laughs> oh, do you ever feel like, oh, I don't have much to say. And then you're talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. Oh, I guess I had something. I don't know. Stephanie, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, what a question. Um, okay. Here's a question for you. What do you do when you get mad? That's a good question. That is why I brought it. Mm. Do you have a different question? I don't have a different question today. Mm. Which you might be mad about. <laughs> if we took a tally of how many good questions I brought over the past couple times we've done this. Okay. So we're going with... Mad. Mad. We're mad today. So mad. This feels like a big topic. There are many things to be mad about. Mm. So let's talk about the different times you could get mad. Okay. Or different... Context, maybe? Ta Ooh, context is a great word. I was going to say types or flavors, but those are more silly. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, 
whatever word you want to use, I'm fine with. Um, okay, so I kind of see it based on, like, relationship-based. That's where I'm headed. Mm. Like, you can get mad at yourself. Mm. Like, for instance, I could choose to get mad at myself for not pushing myself a little harder, you know, to lose the weight that I said I really would love to before this tropical vacation. You know what? I'm going to pass on that one. Whatever. But that's how you can get mad at yourself, right? You can also get mad at another person. Um, and the most, I would say probably most frequent, uh, case of this are those you live with and you see every day. They sure know how to push those buttons. (laughs) So there's that. And then they're like kind of more situational, other people you know, but are like more extended than those you live with. Like you could get mad because someone at work took your lunch. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and those seem like more situational, like more one-offs. Although there are some work experiences where it was ongoing. Those aren't fun. But they're a little bit easier to kind of ignore or like put away. Mm. Because again... Most of the time, those people you're not seeing in your house every day. And then there are the even bigger things like world issues that make you mad. And there are quite a few of those right now for me. Uh, So... There, there are my situations. Mm. Uh, would you add anything or did I forget anything? I'm going to spread a delicious layer Ooh. on top of those four situations. Okay. The degree to which something makes you mad mm-hmm. seems to be related to how often... It's making you mad. Mm. So out of those out of those four things, and I think you, you you pulled on this already, the work thing is the situational kind of out in the world. Uh, somebody cut me off in traffic or somebody at work is eating my sandwich. Yeah. 
oops, they thought it was their sandwich. I don't know how you confuse sandwiches. I'm very specific about. Spoiler alert, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Just take someone else's sandwich. (laughs) But I feel like what you're getting at is they're kind of more tolerable or dare I say forgivable or it's it's almost like less of your existence is riding on that thing now if it's somebody because you don't care about that person this right? is true I, I think it if... depends on how much you care about the person mm. who's making you mad mm. although it does depend on what they do too like okay if someone if a dear friend just like i don't know betrays you in some awful way like oh that's really bad right but if they like eat your bag of chips okay that's different right yeah. Okay, sorry. I interrupted where you were going with this. Um, I was going with... I gotta think back. I was going with the... Your family, the people around you that you live with all the time. And I'll, let me expand this to roommates. Because you can get yeah. real mad at a roommate. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time I really got frustrated at someone is when I lived with them. This is only for like a week. It was like, I really don't <laughs> oh, like dear. this person. <laughs> like I thought I didn't like this person, but now I really like, cause we're sleeping in the same room. We're like, Ooh. like bunking together. It was like, um, it was a trip. It was like a school oh. trip. And so we were living in somebody else's house in England for a week. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, great. You use the guest room with the two. And so there was like no space to myself at all. Mm. And so this person is like, you wake up next to them, you go to sleep next to them. It's like separate beds if we're not like snuggling, because that'd be even worse. (laughs) But it's just like, ooh, this, I'm getting a dose of this person all the time, like every meal and like every little thing just piled on. So there's something about how often that the thing person making you mad is is affecting your life. And so I was going to draw a parallel between that and some big world stuff because mm. if you that can be a reminder every day depending on what the what the thing is that's making you mad. So Yeah. Yeah. And then yourself you're always with yourself, so that's a that's like the deepest most uh. Yeah, that's most hard. often thing. Yeah. So what do you do when you're mad? Like what's your default behavior? Do you even know? Mm, I'm thinking back to the past couple times that I've been mad. Mm-hmm. Really mad. Default behavior is to hold back. Hold back. Is that like just like pull in? Yeah, it's to try and... Get quiet? 
trying to get trying to move through the situation in a way that I don't make it worse with my reaction. Oh, so I'll get mad and it's like, I don't want to say any, like I'm thinking of a lot of things that I could react and say in this sure. moment. And does that help? Oh my gosh. That sounds really mature. <laughs> well, I, I, this is not, this is taking a lot of years to get to this point, but you know, somebody makes you really mad and then you like yell mean stuff back at them. Mm. Now you've got to apologize. Yeah, see, I don't know how mature this is. If you don't yell mean stuff back at them, they have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You don't want to be the one at fault. Interesting. I mean, if the other person made me mad, I want, like, it, that seems like a power move, actually. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know how mature it is, really. I don't know if that's. <laughs> um, interesting. And a, a couple of these moments are. I mean, these were the moments that I'm thinking of that I remember are with very close friends, mm-hmm. like people people that are close, and so. I think that shapes that response as well, where it's like, hey, this is somebody I would ideally like to remain, like, I am close with. So it's not, ju- I'm not just yelling at someone in the car that can't hear me. Sure. Because I, I that, then I yell. I don't hold back there. <laughs> uh, can I uh, ask a follow-up question? Okay, so you're holding back mm-hmm. from the person who has made you mad. Mm-hmm. But then do you go to another friend and explain the whole situation (laughs) hoping they might make you right or like you try to gain like see isn't this person really bad and awful I mean I think I think you could answer that question (laughs) as you've been the recipient of multiple text message novels about (laughs) things that have happened in my life wow I'm thinking of even more moments now where I'm mad and it's just like Stephanie can you believe this (laughs) and in my mind what I'm hoping you're doing is laughing like you are now because at least at least in my frustration it vents it like I'm trying to vent it in a way that is at least entertaining like I don't need you to be on my side to be like yeah let's get the baseball bats and go get the right I don't need a crew of people for vengeance I'm not trying to get that but some venting, some sharing. It mm-hmm. It's a good release. It you is. know, if you kept it all inside, then at some point there would be an explosion. There would be yeah. reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I feel like usually when you do that, then I, I'm not the good friend who's just like, Yes, you're totally right. How dare they do this to you? <laughs> there I it usually is. ask a question and then I'm like, okay, now you can just leave or take this. Don't feel like you have to process this right now, but maybe think about it. Look, this is this is exactly, you've described what I was trying to describe with the illusion to violence, <laughs> which I have not ever been violent against somebody for making me mad. And I do not encourage that. 
so, but you're hitting at that thing of like, I'm rolling. Like if somebody made you mad, they're wrong. And it's, and you've got this crew, right? And yeah. I've never been one of those people that wanted that crew. I mean, you always want that crew, but part of the challenge is I also want to be right. And right. so if I know I've made a mistake or I've yelled something super mean back at somebody, it just, me- it just messes. You can't up. be right. Definitely, definitely yeah. takes it down. So I, is that a, is that a good thing? It definitely tempers my reaction in the moment so that I don't, I don't, I don't try to, I guess like, I'm trying to use words that don't, that aren't metaphors for like physical violence, but I don't like, cause I was going to say hit back, but like, I'm not hitting anybody. Yeah. I'm just like saying a mean thing back so that the other person is as hurt as I am in this. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's emotional hit back you could say yeah just you know yeah saying something mean back i guess is the yeah that's hard so in the moment i i have tried to be as like this is not the avenue for the release of this thing sure which again which is why then i text you long Mm -hmm. things and you're like well maybe they're right and i'm like i know they're (laughs) half right but they're not whole right yeah i think that's where i get caught too oh there are a couple dilemmas here let's see if i can remember them all okay One is, well, I guess here's a question, an inquiry. Is it useful to be in yelling matches? No. Oh, that was a very quick answer. When his, when his... When has yelling a lot at somebody really been really been helpful in your life? I am not sure. I think I'm mostly thinking of like movies mm. where people get into yelling matches, and usually it's probably one of your favorite rom coms. But mm. it, like they've you know been building up this Mm. frustration or whatever then they explode and yell and yell and yell and then one of them kind of maybe accidentally yells something but it's really funny or like doesn't make sense or whatever and then Mm -hmm. they just explode in laughter and then you know the release has happened Mm. and they can move forward You've, you've created an interesting setup here because what happens in those moments in theater mm. is that everything is coming out all at once that you're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And there is an honesty to that. Yeah. And so when when I hold back from being angry, I am not being honest about how deeply I feel that thing to that person in that moment. Yes. Not that I'm lying, so maybe not being honest or 
whatnot is is maybe too harsh a term, but but here's the thing in this situation with you and sorry we can take the focus off you after this but it feels like you in addition to holding back and you know not creating this reaction you're also taking care of the other person in a way mm. And I don't know if it's because you don't want them to know how much they've hurt you mm. or if it's because you want to release them of cleaning up the mess they've made. Like you don't want to deal with – maybe that's the same thing, knowing how much you're hurt by what they did. And so it's just easier for you to like kind of – hold them this far away hmm. and not let be honest and say you know I don't think you really know how that hit me and just so you know I'm really hurt I don't I think a lot of people myself included are not good at just admitting that we get hurt and it happens a lot more than we would ever admit, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's an interesting context to look at, look at it at. Because I, I don't think I would say that I'm protecting the other person. Because mm. again, it's still about it's still about me wanting to be like this ends right here. Like this, mm -hmm. this moment is stopping. This is not going to snowball into something bigger. It's not going to fold in on itself. And then I'm angry and then you're angry and you go to your friends who are like, yeah, they suck. And then I go to my friends and they're like, yeah, they suck. And then like, we got our whole it's a big gang fight. <laughs> yeah. So in a, and there's, I guess there's this question of, um, proportionality is maybe the like how do you tell somebody how do you let somebody know that you're that you're honest without dumping the whole thing on them because mm. i think there's there's degrees to that where it's like hey no i'm just gonna throw this right back at you or hey you did made me feel things and this was not cool and this is not how our relationship has ever been and this was really unexpected yeah well, and I think that also plays with um, how much time you let it sit mm. before you mm. say something about it, mm. right? Because if something happened months ago and then all of a sudden, you know, they come back to you and are like, oh, hi, how's it going or whatever mm – -hmm. Then you feel awkward because you're still remembering the last thing. But it's almost like, do they even know mm. what they did? Because you haven't said anything. But then if you go and say something, then it's like, well, 
that's weird. Why didn't you tell me months ago, you know? So there is kind of a how much time has passed mm. that gets worked in there, too. That's very interesting. I will add that the that the past few times that I'm thinking where I've been really mad, I've tried to indicate in the moment that it's like something's wrong that hey this i try to be i try to communicate enough so that the person knows how it hit even if they Mm -hmm. don't know how deep or like i'm not i'm not going to use them to process yeah that's that's your job (laughs) your, your role thomas I will just tell you, you're right. No. Okay. Okay. So, so I think it's, that has been, and that has been a shift. That has been something that I've grown up with where it's like, cool, if you just silent treatment somebody, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't help. That almost creates sideways problems. You're going sideways problems instead of forward problems. True. And so there's this balance between being in the moment and saying, hey, this really hurt. This was not okay. I'm mad Mm -hmm. without trying to hurt them in response, even though that is what you feel on the feel on the inside. You want to say hurtful things. You want you want the other person to feel how you felt. Right. With that. Yeah, I would say that's the case most of the time. I think. We as a society don't have, um, what's the right word? We don't have useful ways or um, expressions of anger Mm. or being mad like it seems like kind of a goal in our society is to not get mad Mm. and I think that's why we all well not all of us some people run towards being mad, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Other people try to avoid it like the plague. Mm. But I think it comes back to that we have just deemed being mad a bad thing instead of just acknowledging that it is an emotion that humans get and then figuring out okay how's the best way to process this Mm -hmm. you know and you know i don't think we need to over process everything but there is a certain way we need to be with anger that does 
I don't know if it just shifts the energy into something else or, you know, breaks it apart or what. I don't know what the best way to go there is. But I know for me, when I get angry, I either just remove myself, like kind of like what you do, and I'll like take myself out of whatever environment was there um, and be alone. Or, and this does not happen often, it probably happens with maybe a handful of people, if it's kind of like one of those recurring themes Mm. that irritates me, and then it kind of snowballs, like you were saying, until, you know, something comes up, and then I'll kind of explode. And most of the time, I would say my explosions are not like crazy monumental. But I mean, there's the chance for that. And um, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to figure out, okay, what What's the thing that keeps this pattern going? And the only, I don't want to say the only, but what's coming up for me right now is that I, there's some communication thing. Where it's like, I think of doing something a certain way. And because I have this belief that I've been living with for a very long time, I just assume that other people have the same belief and way to do something. The thing is, everyone has their own beliefs. And they do not always match your beliefs. Um, And so that's when I think these little things, especially with those you live with, come out where it's like, okay, I'm going to fold the towels this way. And this is how I fold the towels. Well, this one time when the person you live with decides to help you fold towels and you look over and it's a, oh, that's different. Then you're like, what are you doing? No, it's this way. You do it this way. And uh, it's just, it's hard to change people's beliefs, you know? (laughs) 
And I realize that this is a silly example, but sometimes it's the littlest things that really tick you off. I can, I've got one to share. One that's okay. come to mind. Do you wipe your dishes off before putting them in the dishwasher? Do you remove the food that's on them before putting them in the you dishwasher? You mean give them a rinse? Yeah. But or may, like scrape. Yeah, if there's if there's stuff on them, do you make sure the stuff is off before it goes in the dishwasher? Yes, for the most part, you know, if yeah. something's really stuck on, then I'm like, mm. but yes. This this is one of those things. Some people put dishes straight dirty into the dishwasher, mm. and I mean, I... literally, this thing is almost meaningless thing is almost meaningless and yet it's popped up in different situations and i've noticed it because i noticed it at somebody else's house a couple weeks ago and two people got into it there it's like oh i have had this conversation before it's true it is so true you just you learn to do it one way you did it one way and this is why people get passive aggressive i think Mm. like another thing which seems ridiculous do you put the toilet paper so it comes out towards you a, or does it roll around and down? It's a beautiful waterfall. On the back or the front? On the front. How do waterfalls okay, work? Okay, okay, okay. Kind of sorry. I just, sorry. <laughs> uh, There's a friendship I, on, the, on that ridge line <laughs> right there. It's like, which way is the toilet paper going to go? It was intense there. Did you feel that? <laughs> I... Agree with you. I think that's the way it has to be. I did not realize. Okay, I realize some people think it's the opposite way. But I did not realize there are other people who are just like oblivious and don't care either way. They just like put a new role on and don't pay attention to that. And that's almost more troubling than people who want it the other way. Mm. But this is why I mentioned passive-aggressive, because if this happens in our house, I just go in and change the way the role is, because apparently it has to be my way. I don't know. But I don't, like, go find out the person who put it the wrong way and say, Mm. you put it the wrong way. Mm. This is interesting. I, in general, I feel like when you talk about something, it, like you were saying, you're venting, Mm -hmm. it gets out, even if the other person doesn't say anything, and it, usually it's not the person you're upset at, right? Like, usually you go and vent to someone else, but they don't have to say anything. Just talking through it mm-hmm. lets it out, right? So that's good. But I do think there has to be a use to being mad. Mm. like. And I think what it comes down to is we've... I don't know if we've been taught or we've not been taught 
But basically, all of when I think about being mad and anger, most of it goes straight to reaction. But the place where I want to get, and it will take a very long time, is how do you use your anger to be creative and to actually move whatever it is to something more useful? I don't know. I also want to acknowledge that sometimes I'm just upset. And sometimes I can't even pinpoint why. But I'm just in a bad mood. And I just, I don't know, need to go for a walk or sit by myself or something and just be. And so... There's also a piece where it's like, just be with it, you know, don't try to push through and, you know, whatever, probably be inefficient in whatever you're trying to do. I don't know. Oh, it's very interesting. It makes me think how you you describe we're not, we're trained to not be mad or pressured to not be mad I think the because I was thinking what am I it's not not being mad it's just it's like this feeling that we're supposed to be happy all the time Mm -hmm. because sadness also I think falls into that of like oh like bad yeah like so I I just I think about all the kind of advertising that we're exposed Mm. to and it's so much of it is, a, is about, well, you'll be happy if you do this. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be, got to feel that all the time. I want to be happy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were playing a game yesterday. You might remember it. Where you just play with one other person and you have all these faces and you mm. basically have to guess mm-hmm. the other person, right? And it was like three or four rounds in when I finally was like, oh, my person's very sad. And um, I was playing with Chris and he was like, oh, wow, look at that. He's got a frown. And he had not paid attention to that at all, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, it's so true we are the better be happy yeah anyway I mostly do not want to make being mad wrong or a bad thing because even though Most of the things that I get mad about seem very silly and pointless and dumb. There 
is something underneath it that is making me upset. Like, okay, yes, I understand whatever folding towels the wrong way is a silly thing. Let them fold towels however they want. Fine. But what is it, what's underneath that, that is poking at me, you know? So that's the thing I try to remember too. More often when I see other people who are mad, I'm like, okay, what's the real thing? So I also don't like this little judgy, but I don't like when couples are like, oh, we don't fight. We, we, we never fight about anything. Like, oh God, get real with yourself. That's all I got. (laughs) What about you? Any final words about being mad? Hmm. I guess an acknowledgement that it isn't fun. Being mad? Yeah, it's not really it's not really fun to be mad. So mm. I can see I can see why there's if we're supposed to be happy and fun all the time. But it's right? It, it's not fun. And like you described of like, hey, I need to go take some time by yourself need to be away from people maybe need to go move around change my environment mm-hmm. start that internal processing text your friends a lot about it <laughs> hoping they stop their day to read all of the <laughs> shit that you're mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. um yeah just that it's it's part of being human and it's it's more about dealing with what shows up than it is trying to not experience the thing that is inevitably going to show up. So that's part of, it's part of the context that I hold for it is saying, Hey, there will be moments I'm mad. How do I go through those moments, experience it, and then get to the other side as quick as possible. So, Mm -hmm. but still go through it, right? So it's not because you can't avoid it. You can't like circle around it. So you're just like, cool, I'm going to get muddy and I'm going to try to go wash off as soon as, as soon as I can. Yeah. You know, being mad is kind of like being out in the sun too. Like you can get some energy from anger, right? Mm-hmm. But then... If you hold on to it for too long, it just drains you. Yeah. Oh, full circle. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to make this quick because I need to go use the little girl's room. Uh, Thomas. Thanks for being honest. Um, 
I don't always think being honest is fun. And uh, especially like to yourself a little bit. It's not always fun. So you're very honest and I see that. Thank you for listening. Hmm. All those times that I text you when I'm mad or something has slighted, you know, not really mad, but still I need to process this thing. And then I start firing off text messages and you've got like 12 or 14 and like 16. And you're like, oh, I need time to read this. <laughs> Let me get back to you, <laughs> which you have very graciously texted so that I, I know that my person's there <laughs> to deal with this. Um. Yeah, and I I think the other the other thing that's come up, which I guess could be its own thing, is I I remembered it took me a little while, but I remembered at one point when I think you got mad at me Ooh. for a thing back in the back in the day, and just how we showed up and worked through that, and it took us a day or two, but. Now I don't I don't quite remember <laughs> the whole thing, um, and you, you're shaking your head. You don't remember it at all, so shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that goes to my point, though. Everyone gets mad at each other. <laughs> it's true. I think that I think that's don't what pretend I was, you don't. <laughs> I think that's what I was trying to say is that uh, even even us who just show up and get to talk about our feelings. It's, yeah, it's there too. So Yeah, it's inevitable. So uh, be with it. Hmm. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to let you say goodbye to people. Goodbye, and people? And I'm going to say goodbye, Thomas. Oh, goodbye, Stephanie. I will text you later. <laughs> yes, you will. I thought you were going to make me do it. I am. I just wanted to confirm. Oh, yes. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, send us an email. We're working through the emails that we have received. I promise they will be responded to. Thank you. Uh, yeah, send us an email. Ooh, no, 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 don't send us an email. Don't do that. Don't do that. Share. <laughs> uh, how about you share this with a friend? Wow. No, 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 no. Stephanie's making, Stephanie's making faces at all of this. At all of this. She could still say something, but she's not going to because she's like leaving me out to, out to voicemail, which is what's going on here. <laughs> which is where I'm just talking now and I know it's recorded and I can't undo it. So, uh-oh, I'll just keep talking through the nervousness that is now building. Oh, God. Ah, okay, bye. Just thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.